our guys in short sports, Los Angeles, bringing you all you'd ever want to know about sports in LA and more. I'm your host, Jeff Wilson, and this week we're talking MLB trade deadline and what moves the Dodgers and Angels made. Darren went to training camp for your Los Angeles Rams, so we'll get an update on that. The Galaxy played, so we'll have a recap on that from the Portuguese Hammer. What's the over-under on how many times the Hammer brings up Portugal winning the Euro? I, I, you know, I, I work with the odds makers at the Bellagio, so I'm not at liberty to discuss <laughs> the line at I'll this take, moment. Whatever it is, I'll take the over. <laughs> and the Olympics are right around the corner, so we will preview everything you need to know to cheer on the greatest country in the history of the planet Earth. That's a jam-packed show, and the guys are ready to get to it. So let's welcome them in, shall we? Victor Costello. I love trade deadlines. <laughs> you must not be an Angel fan. Darren Besa. <laughs> I hate trade deadlines. <laughs> ben Garcia. hoopty hoo And Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Oh, yeah. Oh, dig it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Macho Man's back. Yeah. There he is. It, it goes with the bandana. I mean, <laughs> he really you just does, have that man. look. You know, I was I was swaying heavily heavily uh, to the Portuguese attire lately, so I came full USA. You really did. Yeah. We'll and you were decked out cuffs and everything. Hey, I'm ready to roll. You look Go. great. Got, got my Duck Dynasty bandana on. I'm ready, yeah. to, ready to rock. I know Ben's all excited because he had a, what was this, a engineer's combine at work. Yes, I it, did. Inspired oh. by the Olympics. Wait, oh, what? Yes, it was. Ben's... Actually, it was more inspired by my hate of Peyton Manning. Wow. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. So that six, took a turn. Yeah. So six months zig ago... Zig when he wanted to zag. Six months ago, before Peyton Manning, when he was still deciding whether or not he was going to retire or not, I had I had made the statement that I think I could beat him in a 40 today. And so everybody laughed, and they said, you know, he's he's an, an NFL athlete. And I said, yeah, but the guy's had two neck surgeries. You know, he, he looks like he's, you know, a corpse that's walking, you know. And I was like, <laughs> I might be older, but I think I can beat him. So that's how the whole conversation started. And then it was like, well, I wonder what I could run a 40 in. And then everybody said, well, you know what? Why don't we train, and let's see what we can do. So we gave ourselves six months, and we actually had the combine last week. Wow. Nice. So was the HGH mailed to your wife or to you? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was married to my wife. But I didn't take it. How'd you do? Well, I'm glad that you asked me. <laughs> There's oh, a yeah, PowerPoint as, as presentation. He pulls out his notes. Yeah, yeah right. I was going to say, because that's the only way he was going to bring so, it up. The 40-yard dash, uh, one of my friends who's in his 20s. And how old are you? I'm 39. Oh, okay. And he's 29. So he's 10 years older than I, or 10 years younger than I am. Uh-huh. And so we bet a thousand push-ups over 10 days. Ooh, Ooh wow. And so I knew all I needed to do was beat him out of the start. I'm, I'm, be- I'm a better front runner than I am coming from behind. And then my experience the last time that I ran it, I popped a hammy. I thought, this is going to allow me to be able to pull back a little bit so that I don't hurt myself. And so I practiced some starts over the, you know, a couple weeks before. And so I, knew, I ended up beating him in the, uh, in the start, wow. took the lead, and I ended up running it in a 5.7, which I, I know I could have gone faster. But I was really trying to not hurt myself. Right. And so I just wanted to go fast enough to beat him. But that was what my time was. But the one that I actually surprised myself is we did a bench press like they do in the combine. Okay. Except in the combine, they do it at 225 pounds max reps. We did it at 135 because obviously we're not studs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Speak say that again. What did you say that? Well, none of you guys are studs. I've never heard you claim that. None of you guys are studs. So why don't you guys take an over-under on how many you think I did? 135 this is pounds max stuff. reps. Can we get to the Galaxy update? <laughs> 34. Oh, wow. Yeah. I put up. I put and it up 34 times. Kilograms. 
those pounds. <laughs> All right. I got so the union to prove it so that you guys can see it. Well, Ben, we're proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. Living up to the name. Yeah. Hell yeah. D1. Everyone in that office was younger than I am. So I was very, very happy with my with my uh, results. As you should be. Good for you. It's a small victories. <laughs> so if you've been listening to the pod lately, you should know that we have a voicemail line. And we got a voicemail that I'd like to play for you. Ooh, Juan Get recipe? A, no Excited. One, we haven't heard this. Well, Vic heard it because he's the one that knows how to operate the voicemail line. <laughs> that is true. Have you heard it, Joe? <laughs> I have heard it. Oh, okay. But we want to get an honest response. So uh, why don't we go ahead and play this? Get uh, get a little reaction to it and, and a, hopefully an educated answer. My name is Aiden, and I want to call out Albert Pujols' twin brother, Ben, on the show for talking about the youth of the nation not knowing how to catch. You see, the last time me and Ben played ball, I was the one doing all the catching, and he oh. was the one that couldn't catch. I would mention he, that he was also huffing and puffing five minutes after we started, but that is a different story. <laughs> My name is Aiden, representing the youth of the nation and driving towards sports. Go Rams and Angels. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at well, that. Man, he got called out. Ben. First of all, first of all, <laughs> the reason why I wasn't catching it was because he out. put it nowhere in the vicinity oh, of me. Oh, no. no. was his throw. I've seen that kid there throw. There it is. If he was throwing him right at me, babe, I'm going to catch it because that's how I roll. Oh, and as far, him right at me. And as far as oh, the huffing man. and puffing that's is That's what concerned, every Major League Baseball player says, right? <laughs> as long as you throw it right at me. Yeah, yeah. I think I needed wiener schnitzel that day. And it was... It, it was sitting in my stomach and my lungs, when they were expanding, it hurt. So I had to take short, shallow breaths. And so those are my two things. And Aiden, you're not very nice. Uh, Aiden, you win the day. Aiden, that was awesome. well that was done. Well amazing. Done. Got called out. You did well, get called out. Ah, whatever. He's very an Angels fan. That doesn't mean a thing. And for the first it. voicemail. He fought it hard. He yeah. Didn't. He attacked America's hot dog chain. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I didn't attack. I mean, I attacked it the day that I bought it. But I'm not attacking them now. It's a fantastic hot dog. And if you guys are hungry, next to Alberto's, it's the base, best place to eat. Wow. LA Galaxy, if you're looking for a sponsor. There you go. Oh, I love it. I love it. So if you want to call and attack Ben on anything, please call the, the voicemail. The open. 562-450-3356. That was great. All right. Let's talk some baseball. The Ooh. MLB trade deadline has come and gone. Both the Dodgers and the Angels made some moves. You know what? Let's let's start Angels. <laughs> sure. With the minors, we'll start with the minors. Yeah. Besa, what yes. happened? So Hector Santiago, he has uh, left. He is now with the Twins. For him, we got Ricky Nolasco, who has an ERA of 5.13. Wasn't he a Dodger? Ex-Dodger. He was, yeah. yeah. He was terrible. That guy threw gasoline on the fire. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, great. That's all comfortable. (laughs) Knowing that. And uh, and we also got uh, an upcoming prospect, Alex Mayer, who I see as probably a uh, takeover for Jared Weaver. He uh, stands at six foot nine. So whenever Jared Weaver is going to be done with. I think he is done with. Uh, So he's Spider Boy? Yeah. Yeah, he'll be throwing, no, this, his, this he'll be throwing his, in the 90s. Yeah, he'll be throwing nice. his webbing maybe at 95 versus nice. 80. So, uh, in addition to that, we did get rid of a uh, reliever, Joe Smith. He has gone to the Cubs for Jesus Castillo, who is other an, another upcoming prospect. So, we're not looking uh, necessarily for next season. I think uh, we'll probably be looking at least two years down the road. Hopefully, <laughs> something's going to brew before Mike Trout leaves. What grade do you give the trades? Since I expected it, I would probably give it a B plus. 
I think we need to get talent by beefing up our farm system. So, was, that, so I, that's what this was, was beefing prospects. up the, the, farm, the, the system. farm system. And I was actually a little uh, surprised that we didn't get rid of any more players. I thought we would get rid of uh, Escobar, but we didn't. So it was only... Yeah, I, I really thought you guys were going to... I thought you guys were going to go the route that the Yankees went. The Yankees had a fire sale. Oh, yeah, they did. And have completely reloaded their farm system. Um, they basically, Which is... that. That's unheard of for the Yankees because yeah. yeah. they're not a no, they, fire sale team. But no, you know the they, Yankees haven't been the same since uh, since the boss died. Yeah, since his kids have run it, they've they've run it like a business. And so yeah, so I think this is sort this of is a the, smarter move. Yeah, so this is the kind of the new look Yankees, and I think this is the first opportunity where the kids are going to get to prove themselves. Yeah, you know, I, I I know a lot of people were down on the Santiago trade, not necessarily because we got rid of him, but because mm-hmm. we just thought. We could get more for him mm-hmm. because Nolasco is crap, but we're not going to see the upside of that trade yeah, until Mayer kind of yeah. shows what and, he's And I don't worth. think Nolasco has has any bearing on the trade. It's it's more that to beef up. That was probably a salary up. dump. Yeah. It's more towards, I think, to beef up our farm system. We'll see how sounds that goes. Real. You guys sound so excited. If, <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, I know you guys can't see see this pod, but the looks on Darren yeah. and Jeff's faces. Even Jeff. Even, even defeated Rainbows men. and Butterflies Def- over there looks defeated. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I'm a little upset. Set because we went to the game on Friday. A oh, big crowd, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I saw a picture. I saw a picture was, on social media. It was. And bad. Jeff is posing for this picture, and there's nothing but empty seats in the back. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, how'd you guys get the tickets?" Well, the good news about that though is that the waterfall took up about ten thousand seats. So yeah, you know what? Yeah. Vic They're was at the game. Next season. Vic was at the game, and I, I and I got to be he honest. At one point, I looked over, and Vic was looking longingly at the waterfall. <laughs> I could Probably because it was damn hot and he just wanted to go swim. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> pretty much. She's a mirage. Pretty much. No, I love baseball. I love going to baseball games. I don't think I think that's a, a hidden uh, fact. So and Noah had a good time. Yeah. Your son until the rally monkey came out. Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> loved that rally monkey. Though. Did he terrify your son? He started yeah. screaming as loud as a child ever has oh, when the rally monkey awesome. came out. That kid is a Dodger fan for yeah. sure. <laughs> Sign him up. We're still going to try to convert it was, him. It was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, speaking of the Dodgers, what uh, happened in Dodgerland? They got a few players in. Uh, we traded for Josh Reddick, Rich Hill, two relief pitchers, Jesse Chavez and Josh Fields. Uh there's a lot of, you know what's funny is people last year were getting on the Dodgers for not making any trades or anything and that they love their prospects too too much. This year, they traded away a few of their prospects and everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you getting rid of our prospects? So it just proves, it just goes to prove that you can't, you can't never make, make everybody right, happy. Yeah. Right, it's, right. it's absolutely ridiculous. But the good news is that uh, Hill was actually leading the American League in ERA before he got a, a baseball injury, which a baseball injury, I mean, he got a blister of a, of a blister. <laughs> a blister. He had an owie. Yeah. He had another injury before that. So if he can come back to form um, before the injuries, then the Dodgers are looking really good. Uh, the bad news is that he's 36, year, he's 36 years old. And Ooh. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. These injuries, when you're 36, wow. exactly. you don't heal miraculously no. unless well, you're getting Peyton Manning's wife's HGH. Well, and, <laughs> right. and, and the other thing, too, is that he... Wasn't uh, he wasn't a starter for the previous? So he was a starter this year and last year, but previous to that he was a reliever for like three or four years and hadn't been a starter since like probably like the 2011 2012 season. I, I just don't know how much you're going to be able to count on him. Uh, this sounds to me like this is a one year rental. It's a band aid. Yeah, it, just to get into the or so that you have a third starter or second starter if uh, Clayton. Well, Kershaw. right now that that's what the Dodgers need. Yeah. Um, Kershaw's not. So they think back. so based yeah. on these moves, the Dodgers think that they're going to make the playoffs. Right. 
Yeah, which actually to me says that they think Kershaw is coming back because they're making a run this year because both these guys, both uh, Reddick and Hill, are free agents after this year. Yeah. Okay. So there's no guarantee that they're going to be back. So the Dodgers are making a run this year. Okay. Uh, Reddick is in the midst, midst of his uh, career best offensive s- season. He's hitting 296, 368, 449, respectively. Yeah, but he's a career 250 hitter. So he's having an up year. You know, it's it's like. You know what it's like? It's right, contract. but again, we're going it's, back to this is, is the con- year we're going for it. And it is a contract year Yeah, for him. Right. He's going to be a free agent. Yeah, so they don't have to resign him if they don't want, but if you can yeah. get somebody that's going to bring a bat. And here, here's the thing, though, is, okay, so the Dodgers, all we've complained about is they can't get Score. anybody in, Yeah. right? Offense. Recently, they've been doing really well, right? But before that, they, they were horrible with people in scoring position. This guy comes in. Uh, batting 341 with runners in scoring position automatically becomes the best Dodgers hitter yeah. with runners in scoring position. I like the move. I right. Like, I, I like, like the, it too. The pickup with Reddick. Oh, totally. The only thing, the only thing that doesn't make sense besides what, what Ben brought up was uh, that he struggles against lefties, which the entire Dodger team struggles against lefties. Oh. Yeah. So if you throw lefties at this team, we're in trouble pretty gotcha. much. Uh the Dodgers gave up three of their top 13 prospects, which sounds kind of bad, but two of the players that they gave up were actually headed for reliever roles. And you also kind of said it right there, of their top 13. So the right. Dodgers are flush with prospects, so we have them to spare. Yeah, we have them to spare, and how long are you going to hold on to them? You might as well get something, because they're not going to, with the you know the pitchers that they have now, it's going to be a while before these guys actually come up. And they kept they held on to their top players and, uh, in, the, in the leagues, which is Urias, De Leon, Bellinger, and Verdujo. They didn't give up any of their top, top prospects. So they were able okay. to pull that off. Um, the two other guys, right-handed pitchers, they traded Mike Bolsinger for for Jesse Chavez, uh, and then Josh Fields. They're like the Dodgers need arms. They've had so many injuries, and these are kind of guys that they can just throw in the bullpen and bring out every once in a while. So it's not that big of a deal. Well, once Honeycutt sinks his claws into two of them, they're going to get hurt again. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that Rick Honeycutt is the reason why the Dodgers pitchers continually get hurt. They really need to look at that pitching coach position and and evaluate it and see if there's a better option because since he has been their their coach they've had nothing but rashes of injuries to that pitching organization over the last four or five years it's been terrible and ben knows a good rash when he sees one We well need that, that Phoenix well Suns played. medical staff. So, I, I don't know. I, I think it points to them going for something this year, and uh, I like it. I actually like these trades. What grade do you give it? You know what's funny is I was thinking exactly what, what, what Darren, I was going to give him a B+, because yeah. they didn't pull off a huge yeah. block. No Chris Sale, you no, no Archer. Puig not gone? Yeah, Puig is not oh, our friend. Did you hear yeah. about that? Yeah. They sent him to well, the Well, here's the thing. The oh. Yeah, they said, they told him this morning, they said, you're either getting traded or we're sending you to the minors, so don't bother showing up to the team playing today. Wow. I would have liked to have yeah. been in the office watching Puig get that news. Yeah, could yeah. you imagine that? Which, <laughs> and it kills me that he didn't get traded because I had predicted have... that he was going to get traded at the beginning of this year, and he was this close. Well, they were trying so hard to get rid of that's him. That's why he didn't get traded, because yeah. we yeah, predicted it. You watch. <laughs> you watch. He goes back to the minors. Gonna, he's yeah, going to bat 400, tear. and they're going to bring him up when they expand the rosters. <laughs> he's going to light the league on fire. You watch. <laughs> he's going to win us a World we're, Series. Work for shoemaker. I'll take it. You know what? Because what he's what's going to happen? Yeah, get he's, an he, angry Puig. He's yeah. going to bat <laughs> against inferior pitching down there. He's going to get his confidence up, and I think that number one, that's what yeah. has been hit the most is his confidence. I think once he actually starts making contact with that ball, you watch out. He may come up and and you know bat three hundred again for the rest of the season, and then make the postseason roster. You sound like me. <laughs> so how are the Dodgers looking? 
uh, other than the trade. Pretty good. We're 59 and 46. We're still two games out. This past week, they went three and two. They actually scored 29 runs in those five games, which is a lot of runs. Without their their offensive output right now, they would be way far, you know, luckily for them that they just they picked this up when Kershaw went down. They all of a sudden were like, oh yeah, maybe we should start hitting. That's what's I'll, impressed I'll take me. It. Is yeah, the, since Kershaw's been down. They've been, been doing down. well. I thought after Kershaw went down and our kind of mid-season review, we, we were kind of down on the Dodgers that this may not be the year. We'll just get through exactly. the season and see how it goes. But they've been hanging in there, and they're, they're right there with the Giants. Well, I was going to say, but the Giants runs. have also kind of been on a losing streak. So it was about a couple of weeks ago. They had a six-game lead or something like that, six mm-hmm. or seven-game lead. And now it's only down to two games. So, you know, uh, they do play nine more times this season and six times in the last two weeks of the season. So if they can stay close close and stay within striking distance the division could be theirs that's the game getting hot at the right time right? yeah exactly and it's kind of cool to see this team actually having fun you can see that they're out there having fun they're winning some games they're definitely playing well the question though is how long can it last when you don't have your top pitchers out there and i don't think it can last too much longer although they might prove me wrong well they got rich fields and, and tim, tim mountain and whatever yeah, those Sally other guys are. <laughs> <laughs> so are they weathermen <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Rangers. <laughs> How about the Angels? How are the Angels doing? Right now, we are uh, currently sitting in uh, fourth. We're tied with uh, Texas right now. I'm sorry, Houston. Um, I won't say Texas. Houston's wow. in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Houston's Texas. Houston's Texas. Uh, yeah. We're tied with Houston. That. So 14 and a half games back. Uh, we're probably uh, too much for me to even count for the wild card. <laughs> I think we're four for six over the last 10 games. Uh, offensively, we're looking uh, pretty good offensively. Uh, do we have a Pujols update? Pools Pools watch. watch. Oh, crap. I I got it. Oh, there you go. What the the pink posters? Reaching for the pink posters. Well, I I looked it up just because I wanted to see if Jeff was telling the truth. Oh. And (laughs) and actually, dare you. Yeah, who doesn't believe Jeff? (laughs) I question you everything that comes out of your mouth. Uh, (laughs) A man of questionable integrity. So out. Hate coach. And I really, really don't like this update. He's hitting (laughs) 260 right now. Oh! Wow. 20 home yes. runs, 81 RBIs. Oh, oh, man. And RBIs right now, he's Let's on pace to go for it 125 for the season. So oh, yeah. That's a successful season because yeah. if you yeah. can get that many RBIs, especially on a team that doesn't put that many runners on base, I mean, that's 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 pretty good. Yeah, kind of wish he had this <laughs> sort of production in the beginning of the season. Thank you for that <laughs> backhanded compliment, by the way, Vic. He's Appreciate picking up that. steam now, I was gonna but say, good for he, him. If he didn't have that first half of the season, he would be batting close to 300. As of the other day, he was batting 204 with no runners on base and 319 with runners in scoring position. So he he's, likes, well, you know what? Because the, the thing is, is that they have to pitch out of the stretch when there's runners in scoring position. So therefore, the, the velocities aren't as fast usually as when they're coming out of the windup. And so, you know, being an older guy, he can't get around the middle of the plate. So when it's in the stretch, he's able to see the ball a little bit better and make better contact. So that's what's happening. Incredibly insightful, Ben. (laughs) Really, really good. That's why you have me here. Thank you. (laughs) Did we hijack your Angels update or were you done? Oh, I was done. That's all I got for their update. Leave that in. If you wanted to go ahead and update, go ahead. No, 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 it's good. (laughs) Moving on. Over the weekend, our own Darren Besa went to the Rams training camp. Oh, yeah. First off, how did it feel to finally have your boys back in Southern California? Oh, it felt so great. (laughs) So great, guys. (laughs) Having, you know, the Rams crew, uh, as I'm pulling up into the parking lot, I see a 
bunch of Rams crowds going to the left of me, see a bunch of Rams crowd going to the right of me, everybody waving their Rams flags. It is just yeah. nice. To be there were in like ten thousand people there, right? Isn't that what was, was reported? A lot of people. Oh, wow. Quite. How was the weather? Fair. <laughs> oh, here he comes. Oh, no. What do you have to say? <laughs> <Wait a laughs> What's that? I got the joke. Fair weather fans. Fair weather oh. fans. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh no, ben. these these are diehard Rams mm. fans. Mm-hmm. Keep that tradition of excellence over there. <laughs> yeah. <Everyone. laughs> Don't talk about excellence. It's only commitment to excellence. When you put it in a sentence. Yeah, but still. <laughs> So, so it was it was great to be over there at uh, the University of California, Irvine. Uh, it's a former school that I went to. If you are not a football fan, if you're not a Rams fan, I still suggest you head out there because, really? oh yeah, it it is a great experience, and I think every single person listening to this podcast and every single person in this room would just love the experience. And you know, even for you, Ben, I know you're a diehard. Raiders fan, but I know you hate the crowd. Diehard Raiders fan that would never go to a game, but <laughs> yeah, I, I would turn to Oxnard to go watch the Cowboys before I'd go watch the Rams. Really? It's yeah. right up the street. Come on. What, what if they let you challenge them in a bench press competition? <laughs> yeah. You and Jared go. <laughs> Heads up. The traffic alone would just yeah, that's true. Not be worth it. Uh, when I was there, uh, we got to see all the quarterbacks come out onto the field. We got to see you know the big names. You got to see Gurley. You got to see Keenum. You got to see Trey Mason. Was he there? Well, have you seen him? Because I haven't seen no, him. No, I haven't seen no, him. Have What's you the seen story him? He's there. hanging out with Waldo. I'm kind of thinking maybe he didn't get the memo. Maybe he's out in St. Louis still. He's partying with Johnny Manziel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's even got to the point where the family is concerned. What happened really? with that? Yeah, what's going on? He hasn't been in contact with anybody in the Rams organization. Uh, Fisher has tried to get a hold of him. He's not in contact with any of the players. He's not in contact with his family. All we know is that, you know, the cops have been to his place five times so far this off season. I Nobody... heard he said Al Qaeda, and he punched a hole in the wall. And, and he's <laughs> yeah. That's not a joke. Like that's that's oh, true. For real. Wait, what? For real. Wait, what? He said say, that's something kind of about Al Qaeda, Jeff. And then he punched a hole in a wall, and he left. And he was, he said he was going to call the White House and fire everyone. He's smoking whatever Gone Alden off Smith is smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what some is good going stuff. on? Yeah, that's a mental imbalance. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. So, anyways, in I other mean, news. <laughs> you need one of those guys to win championships. <laughs> yeah. So bring, bring a Raider fan right there. So that no, and, and a Dennis Rodman fan right there. <laughs> that being said, bring the kids on down. Meet your uh, <laughs> Los Angeles Rams. Honestly, guys, you, you guys got to get down there. I agree. For sure. All right. Well, when we come back, we are doing our Guys in Shorts Olympic preview. That's right. The Olympics nice. are coming up shortly. So we're going to preview that along <laughs> with the Galaxy update from our Portuguese Galaxy. hammer, who always keeps us abreast of everything going on in the galaxy. You watch your mouth. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> we're 12. Tired of being sidelined due to back pain, headaches, or sciatica? Instead of medicating the symptoms, fix the cause of the problem. Here at Garcia Chiropractic, we do a thorough evaluation of every patient. Our digital x-ray analysis gets to the root of the problem and gets you back in the game. Go online to dannygarciadc.com to schedule a new patient exam. Mention Guys in Shorts, and you'll receive a complimentary 30-minute massage. Again, that's dannygarciadc.com. dannygarciadc.com. Schedule your exam today. All right, we are back, and it is Olympic time. 2016, it's Olympic year. No one's more excited than our own D1. That's right. Did you have Olympic aspirations? I did, actually. I missed Olympic trials in 2000 by less than a second in my event in the swimming. 
Wow. Wow. There you yeah. go. There, there it is. And it's awesome because that sounds like not much. You missed the Olympics by a second. No, not the Olympics, trials. The trials. Right. By a second. Right. And it's usually a top 50 time that will get you into the U.S. trials. So I was just off of that. I probably, crazy. if I drank a little less and exercised a little more, <laughs> probably could have made it. But Story you know, of our lives. No regrets. Yeah, no <laughs> regrets at all. At all. <laughs> so we've decided that we're going to kind of divvy up the sports. And we'll each take a couple sports to watch and report back on because it's hard to digest all the Olympics. But we want a lot of sports out there. There's yeah. a <laughs> lot of sports and a lot that uh, do not get televised. Yeah, who's taking canoeing? <laughs> yeah, no, they get televised, but it's like on you know Bravo. MSNBC at two <laughs> right. in the morning. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we're gonna do all the research, dig everything up, and and report back to you guys. And also, we're gonna kind of focus on some of our local athletes because there's a number of athletes from the LA area and we're going to keep you guys informed on all that. So Ben, why don't you start it off? What what sports are you So I'm going to cover women's us? women's gymnastics. Uh, all right. Men's water that, polo. That makes sense. And then men's and <laughs> men's and women's swimming. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and start with the gymnastics. So in 2012 the five girls that went to the Olympics, they were known as the Fierce Five. Uh -huh. They went out and they won the all-around gold. And so this team's got a lot to live up to. Now, the person who was probably the most famous on that team was Gabby Douglas, who won the all-around uh, gold medal. She's on this year's team. She's only the second best gymnast on her team right now. The girl who's won the all-around the last three years in Worlds, her name's Simone Biles. She's going to be the one that's going to be in contention for the all-around gold this year. But the team is supposed to be better, as good or better as the 2012 team. And so there's a lot uh, to look forward to. Now, a little known fact about women's gymnastics <clears throat> was that back, I think, in 1996, there used to be seven girls on every team. But the world looked at the United States because the United States kept dominating. That's that what wanted, we do. That they wanted to reduce the, the number of team members so that everyone could be more competitive. And so it went down from seven to six, and now it's down to five. And the U.S. is probably looking at, you know, just winning another one. And so it doesn't matter what the world does. The U.S. is one of the better teams in the world. So, and countries in the world. Yeah, so that so that's gymnastics. Here, here. So the next one I'm covering is men's water polo, men's and women's water polo. So, oh, yes. From our old water polo days, Ben and I played water polo back in yes, the day. Yes, we did. Yep. So, so actually, both, the men's, and, both yep. the men's and women's team are actually vying for gold this year. So the women won gold in London in 2012. Men won silver in 2008. But but the, earlier this year, won silver in the FIFA or not FIFA, but FINA, the Copacabana, one of those. You know, See, Centenario. I'm yeah, it's <laughs> the Centenario. The men's team right now is being led by the five-time Olympian Tony Acevedo, who lives out of Long Beach. And in fact, I remember oh. when I was playing water polo back in the day, Tony was the biggest name. You know, he played at Stanford, but he played here at uh, at. Uh, Wilson High School in Long Beach. Really? So it's good to see a name that I recognize. I think he's 31 or 32 years old. And so he's the first five-time Olympian for the United States team. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they do. And, uh, you know, it's it's water polo. It's, it, it brings back a lot of oh, memories. Yeah, so I'm hoping that, sure. they, that they bring it. Uh, as far as swimming goes, it's a lot of the same names that you've heard from the past that are going to be leading this U.S. team. So on the women's side, Maya Dorado 
Katie Ledecky and Missy Franklin. Those are the those are the real big names. Those are the ones you're going to continually see coverage because swimming is such a big event. Those are the ones that that NBC is going to be covering the most because they're probably going to win the most medals. On the men's side, it's Ryan Lochte, Michael Phelps, and a name that you probably remember from early in the 2000s, Anthony Irvin. Now, a little history about Anthony Irvin. In 2000, he was a 50 freestyler and he tied. Uh, another American, uh, Gary Hall Jr., in the 50 freestyle to the hundred, I think it was either to the hundredth or to the thousandth of a second for Olympic gold. And so then there was about a 12-year period where he wasn't in the Olympics at all, and now he's actually back on a relay. So it'll be good to see him back. And then there's a name from uh, Huntington Beach. He's He's been in the swimming scene for a while, but I think this is his first Olympics. His name is Tom Shields. And so he's going to be competing against Michael Phelps in the 100 and 200 butterfly. So oh, those are some things to look forward event. to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this whole thing turns out. I'm really looking forward to the Olympics period. Is Michael Phelps still a threat or is this kind of like a farewell tour? For oh, him? well, you know, both. So I think from the standpoint of international swimming, I mean, <laughs> in 2012, that was supposed to be his last year. But here he is. In most of his events, he's got a top one to three time in, in the world. And so still in it. Absolutely. So, you know, and, and most of the time, and because he's so fast, he doesn't taper for the U.S. trials. I don't know if he did this year. I know in previous years he hasn't, like doesn't shave, doesn't taper, because his ultimate goal is to win gold in the Olympics. Swimming so, in bong water, I heard. Exactly. Well, no, he's actually, <laughs> he's actually got his things back together at this nice. point. And so he's really focusing hard, eating right. He's, you know, not, you know, smoking bong water anymore. So <laughs> I, I expect that he's going to do well. I don't know if he's going to win gold, but he's definitely going to medal. And, nice. and, and I don't think he's in any of the relays, which in years past have almost been guaranteed gold. But he's got three individual events, the 100 Butterfly, 200 Butterfly, and the 200 IM. So those are his strongest events. So I'd like to see him win at least one gold. And cool. so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how he does. But I'm really looking forward to it. All right. USA. 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 <laughs> oh, we tagged him that one. Hammer, what are you uh, studying up on for us? Well, it wouldn't be a Hammer update without some soccer. So. Oh, my gosh. Did I'm, not see that coming. <laughs> so do you have to call it football? Because I believe... No, you they, know what? I'm going to be covering women's soccer. And okay. we're going to call it soccer because the U.S. Because women the US. dominate soccer so what we do the women's team i've given a little love to the men's team when we talked copa america updates but i haven't really talked much about the women's national team so much of the women's national team is part of the olympic team if you don't know they're actually the defending gold medalists from 2012 they defeated japan in a gold medal game in the last olympics which was uh, a way to avenge their loss actually lost in the world cup the year before to japan so this was a, a redemption year back in 2012 when they won the gold medal game again Against Japan, so they kind of exercised some of their demons. So, um, following up on that, they went on to win the 2015 World Cup last year, in which they also defeated Japan in the final. So that's kind of a, oh, a yeah. similar theme that you'll be seeing. So this is a, a hot women's team right now because they're they're coming in off a World Cup victory. 14 of the players on the roster are from that World Cup winning team, and and they're they're a decorated team. They've won four gold medals in the Olympics, so they're expected to win it again this year. They're bringing back some familiar faces. There's Carly Lloyd, who's going to be the captain. Hope Solo, Ali Krieger, Megan Rapino. There's some Southern California natives in there. We have Alex Morgan, Christian Press, and Whitney Ingen. So we have some Los Angeles area connections in there, which is nice. Will Excellent. they be able to win without Amy Wombat? And that's I was that was a part of my notes also. So Abby Wombat retired Whoa, last ben. year. Wait, <laughs> wow. she was, 
Hell yeah, they watch keeps <laughs> See, when hey, it comes to women's, women's related, I watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ambi Wambeck is their most decorated U.S. soccer player, most goals, I, I believe most caps, and she actually retired last year. So, this is a little bit of a new era. She did play in the World Cup last year, but she was in a limited role because she she was towards the end of her career. But this is now, we're now going to be without Abby Wambach, which will be the first time in a long time. But there are going to be some new faces on the team as well. We have Crystal Dunn and then Mallory Pugh, who's actually an 18-year-old UCLA commit. So she's actually going to be attending UCLA in the fall and playing soccer there. And she's a stud. She's, you know, burst on the scene and scored a goal in her debut when she, she I believe she was 17 at the time. I think she's 17 or, or she's 18 now. So there are some new faces. The U.S. always has a great squad and we expect them to do well. The format is kind of similar to many of the other uh, international tournaments. They have a group stage where they play three games and then the top teams advance to a knockout round. So in their group stage, they play New Zealand, they play France, and they play Colombia, which are actually three pretty difficult teams that they drew up against. France and Colombia have done well in previous Women's World Cups. So those aren't going to be cakewalks, but the U.S. does have enough talent to at least make it through because it's the top two teams that advance and then some third place teams are even advancing much like Portugal did in the Euro <laughs> 2016. There's there one. There's got one. one. Is that one? All right. We've got There's one. one. <laughs> so you can even sneak in in third place which the US will definitely do third place or better and they're expected to win their group and once they get in there anything could happen. There's Brazil who's they're going to be the host country. Their country is going to be behind them. Canada who took an overtime Ugh. victory uh, in the last Olympics to get past them. Germany always has a solid team. So so there are some hot, some good teams in there, but the U.S. is still uh, the team to watch. And we've talked about American Outlaws and supporting your men's national team, but the Amer- American Outlaws also supports your women's team. So they do. you can find your American Outlaws chapter, and much like our friends uh, in Long Beach, Shannon's on Pine, you can catch the games there. Yeah. And find a similar atmosphere like we did for the Copa America. You'll get that for the Olympics as well, supporting our women out there. Love it. What else you got? I'm going to go obscure on you guys. Ooh. I'm going to go Batman. I'm going to cover men and men's and women's handball. Oh yeah, handball. Wow. <laughs> I've always wondered, do they allow everyday rainbows in handball in the Olympics? <laughs> you know, this isn't playground handball like using the big red ball against the How about against do- the wall. Do-overs. Are there do-overs? <laughs> no do-overs, no black magic. <laughs> Are there slices? Uh, no slices. Oh. <laughs> so this this I'm this not interested. bullshit. Yeah, not <laughs> interested. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. So what handball is, it's kind of a hybrid of a lot of other sports. It's like if you took basketball, soccer, and hockey and mixed it all together. So you had mentioned water polo. This is basically land water polo. It's played on about the size of a basketball court really? with some uh, hockey. It's bigger than a hockey goal, but smaller than a soccer goal. And they use their hands. It's just like you would imagine. Where do they play this? <laughs> they play this. It's big in Europe. So you see it okay. a, lot, a little bit of backstory. Uh, back when I used to hang out at my grandmother's house, she used to get a Portuguese channel and they actually used to show men's handball. And I was like, what is this? This is really fun to watch. Yeah. And I actually ended up playing with a few of my friends. <laughs> We played handball. No one knew what the hell we were doing. Really? <laughs> but it, it was a lot of fun. So so I'm going to keep you guys up on handball. If you haven't watched it, it is actually really exciting to watch. Uh, It'll this... be on MSNBC <laughs> at 2 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty. I was actually looking up. It's not going to be on TV. You're going to have to seek it out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. You are going to need to stream this on the NBC Sports app. And that's how you're going to wow. get to enjoy so your games. You're really going to have to yeah. do some digging. I'm to... going to do the work. And I was actually doing a little, we appreciate it. A little research on this. France are the defending 
gold medalists for the men. Norway are the defending gold medalists for the women. I remember watching a few games in the last Olympics. The Norwegian women's handball team is a great team to watch if you're into looking at beautiful women. Oh, Let me tell really? you, that is not a bad team to look at, the Norwegian women's handball team. So and, if, and if that's right. how I get you in, then and that's how I get you in. And you're doing a viewing party win? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> On my iPad, we'll be streaming the games, yeah. five in the morning. So, And then the other thing that I was reading about, there's actually controversy in men's handball this year in oh, the Olympics. Really? Qatar is bringing a team to the Olympics, but this isn't the Qatar national team like your local boys who have made it to the Olympics. They're basically mercenaries. Qatar, who's an oil nation, and they, they're basically paying these guys from Spain, from France, from Serbia, and they have just a bunch of hired guns who are going to play in the Olympics for what? Qatar. <laughs> and there, there's a, a little bit of controversy because they might be contenders because they have these European players, uh. and they're going to be representing Qatar, which if you're keeping up on, with FIFA, there's some controversy with the World Cup being hosted there and it being too hot to host a World Cup and people dying and slave labor. So Qatar is not good stuff. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Not a likable country right now. So, you know, watch Me men's did. handball to root against Qatar. To root against Qatar. <laughs> to, I like it. And to, how's the US team look? And the, you know what? Uh oh. US does not have a men's handball team. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? How so do we not have a handball? You know we don't even have a team in? For love of the, you have to watch handball. You, if you have not seen handball, you need to see it. Is there an, uh, an American mercenary on the Qatar team? <laughs> yeah, you know what? This sounds like something that we should do. If, if there's going to be a team where we play, pay mercenaries to play for it, let's get the U.S. involved. Let's, yeah. what I'm saying. let's play yeah. some hired hands and, yeah. and get the U.S. Leave winning it, again. Leave it to the hammer to report on a team that nobody watches. I'm going to have to tag team on you with this one because I actually chose handball myself. Oh, my wow. God. It's Here fascinating. Go. I'm telling you. It's, it's, does Germany have a team? Uh, Germany does yes, have a team. Do. And actually, they're very well also. Uh, uh, the German team. That explains it. Yeah. We're big in Europe. All right. Yeah, so, but I, I kind of explained it uh, almost similar to you, where you took, I took uh, basketball, lacrosse, you took soccer, <laughs> and you just throw that in a blender, hit puree, and what do you have? <laughs> you have some handball right there. <laughs> you guys got to check it out. It, it's Men a and women's game handball. To watch. It is and right. Ben, I think uh, you probably would enjoy it because they're high-scoring games. They're action-packed. All right. You don't have to sit through 90 minutes of what the... Eric, do me a favor. Whenever you do the, the homework stadium. to yeah. figure out when it is, send me a text and I'll, I'll watch it. We'll stream it. You guys stream <laughs> it, though. Yeah, that's the thing. And we will. We, I'm challenging other podcasts to games of handball. Let's Ooh, bring nice. it. Guys Let's do it. Shorts. We can I'm form in. a team. Now, I'm in, now we're starting cool. a feud. Now, now it's yeah. getting interesting. We can cut that out. <laughs> yeah. This is like, <laughs> this is like Warriors now. <laughs> yeah. And just to not be uh, totally obscure, I'm also going to be chipping in with men's basketball. I know... Vic is going to be talking yes. about that a little bit later, but I'll be I'll be giving the assist with men's basketball. I like it. Mr. Costello did claim basketball. What do you got? This is going to be short and sweet. Uh, I want to be covering both men's and women's basketball, which means I will be covering two gold medal teams. Uh, yes. Simple as that. That's um, what I like As far to as hear. LA connections are concerned, the men's basketball team does have DeMar DeRozan, Paul George, Overrated. Clay Thompson. Um, the women's team. <laughs> don't listen to that guy. The uh, women's team does have Deanna Taurasi, uh, so those are the L.A. connections as far as the gold medal winning teams for the men and women's is concerned. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I also chose to take on uh, volleyball. Uh, we do have... Um, you poor thing. You yeah. got to watch women's volleyball. Right. There's going to be uh, the beach volleyball and the indoor volleyball, but there's only one player that's really from the L.A. area. Carrie Walsh Jennings is actually from Manhattan Beach, and uh, she's uh, she's an old pro, and she's yeah. going like to win another gold medal. Yeah, exactly. so. she's, yeah. she's Misty May's old partner, right? Yeah, exactly. She's Misty May's, and she's going to win another gold medal. So that's it. We're done. 
move on. And just bring it like back it. to basketball. <laughs> this might be a, a fun experiment because it's going to be – what is our – this is like second and third tier NBA players. Are they good enough to win – the oh, gold yeah. medal in the Olympics, and I think they are. I think they are. And yeah. I think Ben's just bitter because of the Snapchat that Draymond sent him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. did you guys see the picture that Team USA took? No. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. They all took with their hands covering over their crotch area. Crotch, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, as a joke to Draymond. It was awesome. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. Yeah, it's on our Twitter account if you haven't seen it, but yeah. Oh. Apparently, I'm not paying attention to our Twitter account. <laughs> the German hammer over there, because apparently you're into handball, too. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be covering handball also. But you know what? I thought I'd pick another obscure sport that doesn't really get much airtime. Table and tennis. Uh, no. No, it's not table tennis. It's kind That's of... racist. <laughs> now, picture picture this. Um, in the 2000s, uh, the man show. Okay. The I'm jug- with you so far. The juggies. Oh, I like the juggies. Okay. <laughs> oh. Are you trampoline bouncing? Yes. No. So take away the girls and throw on men. Now you got Ben <laughs> attention. Oh, that was Hold awesome. On. You had me fucking hook, line, and sinker. Dude, girls bouncing on trampolines. I was like, what channel is that? You said men. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> You're going to be watching that, gymnastics. It's essentially gymnastics on a trampoline, right? That's the point. Men jumping on trampolines. I don't get it. Okay, so uh, I don't get it you're either. reporting this on purpose? Well, <laughs> I figure it'd be a obscure Cirque du Soleil, right? They're Olympians. They're Olympians. We need to, to give them respect, too. Yeah. To say I would rather curious. take g- rhythm gymnastics <laughs> over watching <laughs> men trample on well, trampolines. I figured you would pick gymnastics, so I you know, I just toss in the, uh, yeah. the trampoline guys. So anyways, you know, the, the, the guys just go on a trampoline, they say hi to the judge, and you know, they get judged by flight time, they get judged by the tucks, the flips, the curls, and the twists, or whatever they do. Nice. I bet you, I bet you, for those crack team listeners, I bet you that the 450,000 condoms, I bet you those guys get more action than anybody else. Probably. The trampoline. Yeah, on the trampoline. Yeah, seriously. But here's the thing. Shout they out to the men's have... trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> and they also have a synchronized trampoline. Oh, no, they oh, don't. Yeah. yeah. So I... I... <laughs> It's going to be interesting whenever this shows. I I want to see that. You've peaked my interest. 3 a.m. to 3.09 (laughs) a.m. That'll be glued to my TV, Okay, Darren, seriously, when you have that viewing party, I'm in. I got to see it. (laughs) Seriously, right? Yeah. (laughs) Now he's in. I am. I I, want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. All right, well, I'm going to take track and field because... We have to have track and field. Somebody's got to take that. And and we actually have 10 athletes competing in track and field from the Southern California area. We have discus. We have a triple jumper. We have, wait for it, a hammer thrower. Oh, Ooh. woman after my own heart. Eric, Eric's <laughs> I think Olympics. it's a dude. Let's yeah, see. It's uh, Connor McCullough from Canoga guy. Park <laughs> is in the hammer throw. How Thor. great is it's that? It's my cousin. <laughs> I think it's also of note that we have also produced the oldest U.S. runner in Olympic history. Ben wait, wait. Garcia. Five seven forties. He's actually forty-one years old. Forty-one years old. Yep, Meb Keflesky. <laughs> This is a great sounds about right. Listen, sounds, we've got you covered on right. the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a marathon runner. He ran it in two hours, 12 minutes. 
in February for the trials. <laughs> Sounds good to me. You could tell me four hours. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's damn good to me. Divide it by 26, and that'll tell you how many miles per minute he's running. Yeah. Or minutes per mile. So, Ben, there's still a chance. You there could is. still be an Olympian. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm 39 now, so in four years, I'll be 43. Uh, so you could break this guy's window. This, this, this was the window. It closed. Uh, this was the window. Well, you have an adorable daughter. So yes. That, that's worth it. Thank you. Better bring it back. Hey, I'm rainbows and butterflies, right? Yes, you are. Future Olympian. <laughs> Do you know how to jump on a trampoline? Like the oh, best of them. I feel there like you go. anyone no, That can. might be a no, sport handball. We're putting yeah, a handball team handball. together. Yeah. I'll do the triple indie. Ooh, U.S. Wow. doesn't even have a handball team. That's, yeah, we're getting that's in our there. angle. Yeah. yeah, we're getting in there. Yeah. Your, hey, 2020, we're coming for you. That's right. Olympic Games in, in Qatar. Love you're it. being held. Yeah. Oh, we have to wear shorts. We have to make that Olympics because you have to wear shorts in that Olympics, right? Oh yeah. I'm also going to cover sailing because uh, I picked up sailing over the summer, and I feel like that that'd be a good thing for me to to watch. You'll sailor you. My sailing is much different because my sailing involves slow moving and drinking Couple beers, beer. <laughs> yeah. and I'm pretty sure that's not how. The Olympic sailing. And barbecuing I, I, in the back of your... I was going to say, there's, there's no barbecue involved in the Olympics. <laughs> there is proof that when Jeff goes sailing that he takes a TV and watches football out in the water. So That is true. So he yeah. knows how to do it. That's, that's how well we done. do. Good stuff, guys. Excited for the Olympics. I think it's going to be a good one. Moving on to the Galaxy. They played this week, right? Once or twice? Or? <laughs> they played times? once. They got one, I got one game to update you on. All right. So is what the we winning got? streak still intact? You'll have to listen oh, to find oh, out. Oh, teaser. Dun, dun, dun. So they were away at Seattle. This is the third time that they played Seattle this month. And it looked like an easy win on paper because Seattle was in second to last place. They had just fired their coach and they may be looking down. But uh, Seattle did add one new player named Nicholas Ladero, who's a Uruguayan international player. And he was uh, an in, supposed to be an impact player. So he's supposed to make a difference on the field. And before this game, I actually was a Wait, little bit. Wait, as opposed to a player that's not <laughs> supposed to make a difference on the field. Well, this was a bit, one of those guys you have on the roster, but you only have three subs, so oh, he sits oh, on the bench the whole time. It. <laughs> it's one of those guys, like, you know, you know how the Angels trade for these players and they're not any good? And then you just keep them on the I like that example way better. <laughs> Touche. Moving on. So I was a little worried about this game because Everything looked so easy on paper, that so I was a little bit uh, wary going into it. And in the first half, I was proven correct because the Galaxy looked lethargic in the first half. They were absolutely dominated by Seattle. And Wait, had, and Seattle's supposed to They're suck, supposed to be not right? very good. Yeah. So yeah. You okay. see this happen in other sports. After firing their coach, the team Go responds. They bounce back right. because they have some new life. And you kind of saw that with Seattle this week. So, so they, things are looking good for Luke Walton and the Lakers, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Mike Sosha. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Sosha. <laughs> All right, stay Let on go. topic. Stay we on are topic. talking about the LA Galaxy here. <laughs> so the Galaxy was very fortunate to go into the half tied 0-0 considering how well Seattle played and the Galaxy just didn't look good at all. Once they came out in the second half, the inevitable goal came and Seattle did score and uh, early on in the second half. And so they went down 1-0. In, during that game, Yell Van Dam, you've heard me mention that name before. He's oh, one yeah. of their defensive signings. He is the sole reason that they were not down 3-0 in that game. There were two times where he came up off the goal line. Yeah. They had had the goalie beat, had the defenders beat, and Van Dam got back there and cleared the ball off the line, not once, but twice. And this is an amazing stat because he actually had more saves than the Seattle goalie. The wow. LA Galaxy <laughs> wow. couldn't get a lot of shots on goal, so uh, Seattle's goalie, Sebe- uh, Stefan Frey, 
only had uh, one save, where Yellow Van Dam had two saves off the line, <laughs> wow. and he was the sole reason that they were not down 3-0 in this game. So they brought in Sebastian Legit, and he capitalized on a Seattle mistake, and the Galaxy was able to tie 1-1. So they walked away, uh, tied 1-1, which... I will take, considering how poorly they played, and they were able to basically steal a point and almost steal three points. And like I mentioned, if you can keep getting these points one by one, away ties, away wins, go undefeated at home, the unbeaten streak continues. They're still not clicking like a team <laughs> that reminds me of a team that won the European Cup. Um, it's escaping oh, me right now God. who that team was. It was France. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> France, I'm so pretty sure. They're grinding out these points. And those are the years that you win championships when you don't play well and you get the tie. Or you, you don't play well, you don't, you're not clicking 100%, but you're still winning games. And that's what we're seeing from the LA Galaxy. We talked about an away loss at Montreal where they really didn't deserve to lose and they tied. This game, they probably didn't deserve to tie but they tied anyway. So this is kind of a way of things working themselves out all in the end. The ball don't lie. Yeah, the ball don't (laughs) lie. So one way or another, the Galaxy keeps getting their points. Their next game is coming up on Sunday, and you're going to love this, against the New York Red Bulls. Oh, that's right. Wait, they're playing well this year. Sponsored by the Red Bulls, or that's their no. cut out the middle. Yes. team. We're name. sponsored by the Red Bulls, and that's what we're and calling that's our their team. Their name. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're going all for it. So they're actually second place in the. Tell Eastern me the name Conference. of the other New York team. NYCFC. Oh come wait, wait, on! What? <laughs> <laughs> They'll be playing them in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. So what New York the? City Football Club. <laughs> so we got a couple games against New York coming up, it's and ridiculous. if we can continue to get these points, win at home, away ties or away wins, Galaxy's looking good. They're let me change that. Not looking good, but still getting points yeah. and setting themselves up for success at the end. Do you guys have rainouts? Uh, no rainouts. You play in the rain. The only way they stop a game is if there's lightning, lightning or thunder. But yeah, you play in the rain. Play through it. Some Real of my, sports. Yes. Well, some of my well, most fun. Ben, <laughs> did you just give a compliment to soccer? <laughs> I did. I'm impressed. I don't like yeah. baseball. Hey, and I was going to say, in wow. a dig at baseball. It is a dig at yeah. baseball because, you know, it like light sprinkles. Oh, oh yeah. we need to stop the game. You know, fuck it, dude. Get out there and play. That's when it gets more interesting. Yeah. Ben loves yeah. Abby Wambach and soccer. I agree. In <laughs> the rain. Uh, and real quick, because we missed it, who won the Euro? Oh, that was Portugal. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Portugal. There it is. Oh, That's our time. I mean, we got to get out of here. We are Guys in Shorts. Find us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Follow us on Facebook. Check out the website, guysinshorts.com. Review, share the show, spread the word. Let us know what you're watching on the Olympics. Let's, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see what's going on. Call the voicemail. Complain about Ben. Let us know what you're watching. 562 <laughs> yeah, 450 And really quick, you can actually go to our website and also leave us a voicemail in case you wanted to. There you oh. go. See? We're digitally inclined. All kinds of technology. There's no excuse to not communicate. We are Guys in Shorts. I'm Jeff Wilson. That is Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Let's get out there and get some gold. USA, USA, USA. Are you paying attention over there? <laughs> With the program. Kind of. Put the pen down. Put the pen down. You really put it down. <laughs> I feel like I'm being yelled at by my teacher. No, hand, no handball for you out at recess. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.